This is a Federal News Network podcast. Talk about infrastructure. The National Nuclear Security Administration has completed what might be called five of the world's largest refrigerators. They'll eventually keep the chill on some mighty supercomputers to be constructed nearby. It's all taking place at the Los Alamos National Laboratory. Here with more of what's going on, the program manager for Advanced Simulation and Computing, Jim Luhan. Mr. Luhan, good to have you on. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Now, this picture that I'm looking at, five gigantic air conditioners, tell us what you've done so far here. There was a ribbon cutting for it. Right. Lisa Gordon Haggerty came out and was able to do the ribbon cutting ceremony on our new cooling project. What you can see from outside of the building are five large evaporative cooling towers. This is the first step in taking uh, water temperature and starting to cool it down. And that's the external piece of the cooling system. The internal piece, unfortunately, which is not visible, is a significant amount of water pipes and pumps to move all of that water once it's cooled into the computing facility. These pipes are massive 36-inch pipes. They're moving tens of thousands of gallons of water every minute as part of this cooling effort. Sounds like a good place to hide some leftovers, I guess, if you work in there every day. And what is it these are, (laughs) what are these designed to cool eventually? So this cooling is for cooling down our new computer systems that are going to be coming in over the next several years. The first of the computing systems that will take advantage of this new cooling uh, is Crossroads, and that's slated to come in towards the end of calendar year 2021. But when we invest in money in this large-scale infrastructure, it's to support not just one computer system, but multiple computer systems, and these are all going to be exascale class systems. Our computer room, to just kind of help you visualize, is 43,000 square feet. It's about a yard shy of a football field, one giant room full of computing systems. So once those computers are all kind of going at maximum capability, they use a lot of electricity, which in turn generates a lot of heat, and this cooling capability will help dissipate that heat for us. And this exascale computing project is greenfield, that is to say you're not moving something out of a building and something new in, or you're starting, sounds like, all brand new. Well, so our computing facility has been in operations since 2001. The primary means of doing cooling was air cooling at the time, and we've transitioned now to warm water cooling because It is far more efficient at removing the heat, so it's lower cost. We're ultimately trying to reduce how much power we're generating to provide cooling. And so the warm water cooling project was one of the first steps in improving our overall power efficiency. So the computers will go into the same places that are where all of these pipes are, and somehow they'll connect in some manner, like a radiator? Right. So our building is a three-story building. So all of the pipes and pumps and uh, actually the breaker boxes, the power, all of that power and cooling distribution is on the first floor. And then all of our computers are on the second floor. Now, the room is not empty. Uh, We do run productions for the NNSA 7x24. We have existing systems there. But we're at the point where newer systems, as they come in, are going to generate additional load. And these cooling towers and pumps and 
uh, heat exchangers are in anticipation of the increased demand. So we always have computing going on in there, but as we move forward in time, computers are getting larger, they're getting more dense, they're consuming more power in order to provide more cycles, and that translates into the need to do more cooling. We're speaking with Jim Lujan. He's Program Manager for Advanced Simulation and Computing at the National Nuclear Security Administration. And as you bring in crossroads and then computer systems beyond that, and uh, that are going to be exascale, maybe briefly tell us what exascale means, and more importantly, what you plan for all of this computing power. Why are you building it all in? Good question. So exascale for NNSA and, and for the Department of Energy really is sort of that next big leap in computational power. In the late 2000s, the Roadrunner system at Los Alamos made a major breakthrough in computational power in providing roughly 100 times more compute capability than what was anything else out there. And it broke that barrier of 10 to the 15th computing cycles per second. So exascale is a thousand times that. So that will be another big leap in computing and based on technologies, et cetera, that's going to be occurring in the 2021-22 timeframe. So that next big leap will be able to provide NNSA with the ability to use the computer resource for simulation capability and monitoring and understanding the nation's nuclear stockpile. So part of the role of the computers overall in stockpile management is helping understand the complex physics and engineering that are involved in these systems. And since we signed the Nuclear Test Ban Treaty in the 90s, we need a way to be able to understand the complex physical phenomena within these systems uh, without actually going out and doing a full-scale test. So our computer simulations are the best way in order to do that. And as we move in time, in order to have better granularity, better fidelity in understanding how these physical phenomena work, it means more compute power. More compute power translates into bigger systems, faster systems, which then translates into you know, needing to power and cool them. So what you saw as far as that picture was just one piece of the overall system in helping facilitate stockpile management for NNSA. And as you move from 10 to the 15th to 10 to the 18th flops per second, are you able to have time to maybe rent out the supercomputer to other users, or does pretty much NNSA requirements use it up all of the time that it's available? So this is an NSA facility. These large systems do support the other NNSA laboratories. So Los Alamos has uh, one large system now called Trinity that's in production use, and that supports the advanced simulation and computing program at Los Alamos, uh, but also Sandia National Laboratories and Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory. Livermore has their large machine right now that they have installed and is starting to provide cycles, and that is Sierra. And Sierra, again, provides cycles to the TriLab community. And then if you go back to this sort of TikTok model, Crossroads is the one coming in towards the latter part of 2021. And again, that'll be a TriLab machine. Now, there are other computational resources in there that also support primarily Los Alamos's ASC computing and NSA computing requirements. Uh, Livermore has some 
Uh, Sandia has some of these smaller systems. But yes, these cycles are exclusively for the use for uh, stockpile management on behalf of the NNSA. We're not a, a cloud computing provider for other organizations. We are essentially a, an internal uh, cycle provider for NNSA. I guess they can look on and lust and wish they had that kind of power. And with respect to the electricity, where does that come from? You can't just plug it in like you're plugging a lamp to the Los Alamos local grid. Well, you're partially right. So for Los Alamos, we do have a utility grid structure. We bring in power from three major electrical conduction lines into Los Alamos County. And we are one of the single largest consumers of electricity in the county. So we do have to plan long-term, just like we've done cooling. We also have to do long-term planning on power, make sure that the uh, electrical conducting lines can support the amount of power draw that we're doing. So these are long lead projects in trying to plan out our computing requirements along with power. So as an example, for some of the power that we consume, Trinity, as I mentioned, is in operations today. Trinity, when it's running at capacity, consumes about 10 megawatts of power. If you can imagine, about 1,000 residential units' homes are about a megawatt. So Los Alamos City, our county is primarily, I should say, is about 10 megawatts with just the residences and the business outside of the laboratory. So Trinity by itself is consuming as much electricity as the town of Los Alamos. So these are big deals in planning and also complex. And so Crossroads is slated to be even larger. And so we have to plan on that power demand as well as, like I said, the ability to cool it. And how do you plan the budgeting for these types of efforts that are capital expenditures that take several years before you can flip them on, yet you know, agencies live by year-to-year appropriations. How do you do that part of it? Well, that's exactly right. These are major projects within the Department of Energy, so there's very formal planning that happens years in advance for, like, the capital for power and cooling. Sometimes that planning happens as well as seven years in advance. The planning for the computer systems, those formal projects, all start four to five years before that happens. There is a long-term budget plan for capital large-scale expenditures within the NNSA and also for the computer systems. What we do is we start off with developing mission need. Why do we need this capability? And then that mission need gets approved. And then we start going forward with initial project estimations. What are the costs? What are the risks associated with putting together a baseline schedule, forming a multi-year budget strategy in order to achieve these projects, and then finally putting together a formal project execution plan and getting that verified and then moving forward. So it truly is a multi-year plan budget effort. And while there is this sort of annual year-to-year budget that we have to work with, part of that is putting in that multi-year plan. And sometimes we do have to adjust depending on what budget is approved in that particular year moving forward. But this sounds pretty exciting, having knowing that this new exascale is going to come online late in 2021. You'll be there to maybe flip the switch? I will be there to flip the switch. I'm, I'm very excited to have Crossroads be a part of this. And as we said, just I said it just a bit ago, we're already starting the planning. 
for the machine that comes after Crossroads because, like we said, these are such long lead time items. So very excited what we can currently do with Trinity, what uh, will be here pretty soon with Crossroads, and then looking beyond Crossroads, uh, the technologies and the power and cooling necessary to achieve that as well. Jim Lujan is Program Manager for Advanced Simulation and Computing at the National Nuclear Security Administration. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. We'll post this interview and a link to more information at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.